It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week I'm here with AJC reporter Ernie Suggs. Uh, welcome to the podcast, oh, Ernie. thank you very much. And I see this is our 49th episode? That's right. Why is it taking me 48 episodes to get on your <laughs> show? I've been trying to get on the show from day one. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we're glad we finally got you here, and I hope that this isn't the last time. I hope not. Um, so this uh, this episode, we're here to talk about actually Black History Month, mm-hmm. which um, I mean, you've done a lot of, of you know race stories, uh-huh. things about race relations, and and that sort of stuff. Sepia, which yes. is tell tell everyone well, what that is. Well, for those of you all on Facebook, AJC Sepia is our Facebook page that uh, curates Black content and and content that is important and interesting to African Americans and. Uh, diverse black and brown people. Right. Uh, so uh, so we have stories that are written by our staff. We have stories that we pick up from other outlets. We have original content like uh, Spotify playlists. We have Facebook Lives, in which we do. We have a great Facebook Live uh, that we just recorded this week with the rapper Common. Cool. Uh, we have uh, So we have tons of stuff. We have tons of original stuff. It's a really fun Facebook page. If you go to Facebook and go to AJC Space Sepia, S-E-P-I-A, uh, like the page, and you will get all of your content every day. We cool. you know, we post you know ten or twelve stories a day. Yeah, a, a playlist. So it's always a very active and very uh, talkative page. So yeah. we really love it. We really love what we do there. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. So you know some of the stuff that we'll talk about today, you are, will very likely see stories. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a big project that's coming up, and maybe we'll talk about. Yeah, uh, that's going to run on CPS. So uh, yeah, it's a great page. Yeah. So and cool. as I said, as I said, I've been covering race and culture at the paper for over 20 years so wow, i enjoy yeah. doing it there's a lot of stuff to do and see and learn about atlanta in yeah. terms of race and civil rights and culture so it's a great place to be right and speaking of black history month atlanta is probably a great place to be for that yeah i mean and as far as places are concerned there's no better place in yeah. the world probably than being in atlanta <laughs> right. for black history month atlanta um there's so many museums that we can kind of go through them. There's so many museums. There's so right. many exhibits. There's so many things that happen uh, in Atlanta. You know, the Apex Museum, the, one of their slogans is every month is Black History Month. Yeah. And, you know, Apex Museum, of course, is on Auburn Avenue, historic Auburn Avenue. It's a black 
owned and operated museum. Right. And that's just the epitome. That's just kind of the tip of the iceberg to what Atlanta is in terms of black history. Right. So, you know, we're Atlanta where every month, if I can quote the apex, where every month is black history. Month. <laughs> right. And that's, and you mentioned Auburn Avenue, which is itself a historic place. Yeah. Auburn Avenue is literally my favorite street. Um, in Atlanta. Yeah. I used to do karaoke on that street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to, for my next, uh, my next episode, I'll talk about yeah. my, 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 uh, my karaoke awesome. awesomeness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Auburn Avenue, you know, the King Historic District is right there. Yep. Um, Big Bethel Church, Old Wheat Street Church, mm-hmm. uh, tons of restaurants, uh, old Chitlin Circuit um, theaters are right. there. Um, so there's so much to do on Auburn Avenue. Yep. And, you know, of course, they have the museum. I mean, and, and another thing, um, you know, the streetcar now goes through Auburn Avenue. Right. The, you know, the contro- some, some may say controversial streetcar yeah. goes right through Auburn Avenue. Right. So you can get on, if you're a visitor, if you're a tourist, or if you live in Atlanta, you can get on the streetcar and go through Auburn Avenue, go up to the aquarium, just kind of tour the inner city right. uh, of downtown tourist loop. Right. And just see all the stuff that they have there. SCLC, uh, Martin Luther King's birth home. All that stuff. In addition to that, there are plenty of things, other things that, that you know, you can do for Black History Month as well, yeah. all, all over town. Yeah. And speaking of kind of uh, philanthropic uh, donations, Coca-Cola has just announced that they are paying for the admissions of everyone through February to go to the Center for Civil and Human Rights. Oh, cool. And that's usually a $19, $20 admissions ticket. Right. But for everyone who's going in the month of February, it's free. And it's paid for by Coca-Cola. Oh, cool. So that's a really, really good... I mean, the Center for Civil and Human Rights is one of our newest um, museums, one of our newest exhibits. It's an, an awesome place with a lot of history, a lot of stories to tell, very, very deep stories about race and human rights. And, um, you know, if you can get a chance to go there for free, you know, you can definitely do it in February. So moving on from downtown where the uh, the Center for Civil and Human Rights is, uh, up in Buckhead is the Atlanta History Center. Yeah, the Atlanta History Center, which, uh, again, year-round is always a great place to go and learn history about Atlanta. Obviously, they're going to be doing a lot of stuff for Black History Month. And one of the things that I'm looking forward to, I'm actually, I actually think I'm going to go, is on uh, February 10th, they're going to have a uh, Finding Your African American Ancestors, which yeah. is a hands-on genealogy workshop. And I recently, you know, did my own DNA testing, yep. and you know, I'm very interested in finding out who my family is, uh, where I came from. So I think I'm going to actually go and do that myself. Right. So yeah. you know, it looks like it's a fun thing to do. Yeah, I imagine that the finding your roots thing that uh, uh, PBS is doing has probably yeah, sparked yeah. a lot of yeah. interest in that. Oh yeah, uh, you know, Henry Louis Gates was one of my professors at Harvard University. Yeah. So you know, when I was there, he was always talking about it, always doing. So I always wanted him to do my own my DNA. Yeah, he never, you know, I, I'm, I wasn't big time enough, <laughs> so I had to pay for it and get it done myself. But you know, it's a very fascinating process. Yeah. So I think fe- that February 10th event is going to be really, really good. We mentioned museums. We got the High Museum of Art. They what do they have going on? Well, the High Museum, um, they have a lot of stuff going on as well. You know, yeah. they always they have their uh, Black History Month celebration that's going right. on. They're also having a lot of Black History Month uh, workshops for kids. Yeah. Um, you know, to come in and kind of get some hands-on experiences. They have a lot of exhibits that are going on. Also at the Carlos Museum at Emory University, they just opened up a new exhibit called "Do or Die: Affect Ritual Resistance." which explores um, the intersections between African-Americans or be- or between African-based spiritual traditions and political and societal violence against black male bodies in the right. United States. And that's 
being put on by Fahamu Peku. Yep. Who's a great artist. We've yeah. written about him a dozen times. He's mm-hmm. a really good friend of mine. And I talked about karaoke before. He's one of my karaoke buddies. Ah, okay. So, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. I went to the opening a couple of days ago. Yeah. And it's a fantastic exhibit. And it's, a, it's an awesome it's an awesome display of kind of like black masculinity yeah. and what that means and what that yeah. says and what that stands for. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with uh, Fahamu's work, if you watch television, if you watch Empire or if you watch Blackish, if you watch some of the background scenes, you know, his art right. adorns a lot of the scenes in, yeah. the, in those television shows. So he's a really, really great up and coming artist. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I have lots of friends who are very excited to go see that show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah go see it. It's at the uh, Carlos Museum at Emory University. It's a yeah. fantastic exhibit. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, and, and if we can just kind of go down, you know, just kind of running through the city, you got the Herndon home. Yeah, uh, which is the home of Alonzo Herndon, who was the first black millionaire, who was a former slave, who rose out of slavery to become a millionaire through a barbershop. He started with a barbershop and and went on to found a um, a an, an insurance company. Yes. So his home, he built this great big mansion in Vine City, mm-hmm. which, as you know, Vine City is kind of going through a lot of reconstruction or. There's efforts to do a lot of renovating and right. um, revitalizing Vine City, but his house sits, sits upon a hill. It's this mansion upon a hill, which is this beautiful mansion. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can go there for tours to see the house, to see how he lived. Right. To see, it, it's always a fascinating, in any instance, it's always fascinating to see how people lived 100 years ago. Sure, yeah. And to walk into like a mansion. Uh, of a black man 150, 120 years ago yeah. just to see how he lived. Yeah. He lived better 120 years ago than we live now. Right. You know? <laughs> so that, that mansion is always a fascinating right. place to go. Um, you know, you have the Atlanta University Center. Yeah. You know, um, Atlanta is, has the highest concentration of African, of historically black colleges in the country. Yes. Um, as some of you know, historically black colleges are uh, somewhat under, I wouldn't say under attack, but, you know, they are under stress. Right. Um, Eric Sturgis and I wrote a big series about them last February. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have 103, but we're continuing to lose historically black colleges. Right, right. Um, Some Con- of the ones here locally have struggled. Yeah. So. Concordia yeah. College, right after our series ran, Concordia College closed uh, in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, right now, there's a big campaign called Stand with Bennett College, mm-hmm. which is on the verge of closing. So there's a big campaign to raise a lot of money for them. Right. So, when I, I say all that to say that when you go to the Atlanta University Center, we are kind of blessed. Although mm-hmm. Morris Brown College is a prime example of what can go wrong. Yeah. But we are kind of blessed to have Morehouse College, right. Spelman College, Clark Atlanta University, the Morehouse School of Medicine, which are four of the finest HBCUs in the country. Right. So it's always good to go over there just to see what's going on. They're, they all they have museums over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just kind of to walk around and just to see right. this level of, black, of brilliance among right. these young Right, and they're, they have events and things all the time over events, there. Yeah, that, yeah. They they, I mean, it's one of the great things about Atlanta, and I tell people all the time, is that you wake up, and I'm sure you do the same thing. You wake up and say, oh, this happened last night. Right. You don't even know. <laughs> you know. So there's always things that are happening, particularly at the Atlanta University Center. Yep. Uh, last, you know, last night there was a big event that Eric Sergis covered. Um, so there's always something to do there. So um, I don't have any list of things, particularly this, that are happening right. for February at the Atlanta University Center. But again, every month is Black History Month in Atlanta. Right. And every month is Black History Month when you go to Atlanta University Center. Sure. So there's always something to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah always something to do. 
And uh, we also have, I didn't even know about this, the, the Black History Month Parade. Yeah, there's always a big parade. Yeah. The, the parade this year is going to be February 23rd. And it yep. goes down Sweet Auburn. This, the historic, it's called of the, course. Yeah, the Historic Sweet Auburn District in downtown. Yeah. So it's the parade that goes through uh, Peachtree Center Avenue, Marietta Street, Peachtree Street near Five Points Station at the Centennial Olympic Park. So it goes all around. And it's yeah. basically, you know, just, you know, um, high school bands, you know, right. different kind of step groups different organizations, fraternities, sororities, and, and, and whatnot, come out and, you know, just enjoy themselves for a great um, parade. You know, it's yeah. just one of those things that a lot of people don't know about. Right. It's one of those cultural uh, landmarks that people look forward to every year. Right. This year is going to be one of the biggest ones they've had. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So I'm looking forward to it. That's great. Hopefully it's not going to be too cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope it warms up for February. That, yeah. that would be really great. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it, I, I think is that what else do we have? Anything else? Well, that, uh, in terms we, of the events, but one of the things I wanted to talk about um, when we get back to AJC Sepia is yes. our um, Black History Month series right. that's going on. So for the fourth year, uh, what we do is a uh, Black History Month series, right? And we take every day of February, so we do a twenty-eight or twenty-nine day, depending on uh, the year, right? Day series of writing stories about specific events and people regarding black history. Right. And what we try not to do is give you um, obvious stories. Sure. So over the last four years, we've not written stories about Rosa Parks mm -hmm. or Martin Luther King or George right. Washington Carver. Um, we want to tell stories about people that you may not have heard about. Right. Uh, events that you may not have heard about. Last year, we did a story about 1619, which we probably should have done it this year. But 1619 was the year that the first slaves arrived in the United States. Mm -hmm. So that's 400 years ago this year. Right. Last year we did stories on um, the, the literary trope of the tragic mulatto. Uh -huh. So these are the kind of things that we try to get readers right. involved in, just different kind of stories. And this year we have 28 great stories that we're looking forward to tell. Some of the stories that we're looking at, um, the, the story that's going to kick off the series on February 1st is the doll test. And if, for those of you who don't know what the doll test is, in the 1930s and 40s, um, a couple, a married couple, the Clarks, were black social psychologists. Uh -huh. And they wanted to study the impact of segregation. Huh. So what they did was they got a group of black kids together. They put them in a room just like this, and they put a white doll and a black doll in front of them. Right. And they asked the kids a series of questions. Right. Which doll is pretty? Which doll is smart? Huh. Which doll is stupid? Um, and finally, which doll looks like you? And on every occasion, these black kids who grew up in segregation had negative um, reactions to the black doll. So the black doll was ugly. Huh. The black doll was mean. So wow. what that did was prove to them that segregation had a harmful effect on the psyche of black kids. Right. This, these, these tests were used in the 1954 um, Brown vs. Board of right. Education case. So mm -hmm. there was a, par uh, a large part of that. So these are the kind of stories that we want to tell yeah. our readers that you may not know about, that yeah. you may not necessarily know about. So, yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, so some of the other stories we're looking at, um, W.E.B. Du Bois's um, concept of double consciousness, which I won't get into that much because it's going to be a great story. Right. Uh, we're doing profiles on uh, Jesse Norman, who's from from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. The great opera singer. Um, Claudette Colvin, who uh, refused to give up her seat on the back of a Montgomery bu a bus. Uh, six months before Rosa Parks did. Oh, yeah. And her story is not really told. Right. 
Uh, we're doing a piece on Marian Anderson, Flip Wilson, and Geraldine. Oh, uh, wow. Those, yeah. yeah. That's a great <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, do the Right Thing. This is the 30th anniversary of Do yeah. the Right Thing. You know, Spike Lee just got nominated right. for an uh, Academy Award for Best Director for The right. Black Klansman. Right. Um, that was his, the first time, right? Yeah. 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 First time ever. Yeah. 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 And he was in town uh, this week talking about it. Uh, we're doing a piece on Outkast, the great yep. Atlanta rap group. So, you know, this year, and um, again, you can find all of this stuff on AJC Sepia, yep. but it will be in, uh, on AJC.com every day, right. in the newspaper every day. So it's a great, great series. I hope you get a chance to check it out and share it with your, uh, share it with your readers and share it with your friends and family as you read these uh, fascinating stories. Yeah. And we also have a dedicated website uh, called AJC.com backslash Black History Month, where you right. can find all of these stories. Awesome. On, in our page, as well as finding them on AJC CPA on Facebook. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, so either place that you get it, uh, you know, go and check those out yeah. every day. Yeah, we try and, to make it easy. We try to yeah. put it on as many platforms <laughs> as possible. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to bring it to you, you know, bring yeah. you all of the info um, and make it easy for you to share it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, well, I guess uh, we can wrap it up there. Um, I'm so glad that you got to finally come <laughs> and talk to us. Well, thank you very much. It's been great. Uh, I would do some karaoke for you, uh. but um, I haven't had my morning tea yet. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we we don't have all the equipment for that, but maybe when we do talk about it, we can do that. I will bring my whole crew in here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Right. Well, thanks so much, Ernie, for talking to us about Black History Month. Well, thank you very much. And uh, make sure to check all that out at AJC.com slash Black History Month or on Facebook at AJC Sepia. Where every month is Black History Month. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. Get in a little family time and a bit of cultural enrichment at the same time with the Emory Chamber Music Society of Atlanta's Pajama Concert. You'll hear musical bedtime stories performed by the Vegas String Quartet, along with some hot chocolate and marshmallows. Audience members may wear pajamas and even bring along a favorite stuffed animal. The Emory Chamber Music Society of Atlanta's Pajama Concert happens at 7 p.m. on February 1st, and admission is free. It takes place at the Michael C. Carlos Museum on the Emory campus. Get more info at arts.emory.edu. The Atlanta Opera's next production is Dead Man Walking, based on the true story of Sister Helen Prejean, who became a spiritual advisor to a murderer on death row. It was the basis for both a best-selling book and an Oscar-winning film. And now, it's an opera starring superstar mezzo-soprano and Georgia native Jamie Barton. Barton grew up on a farm near Rome and studied voice at Rome's Shorter College, then earned a master's degree from Indiana University. Her singing career got a big boost when she was named the 2009 winner at the Metropolitan Opera's National Council Audition. She went on to win the prestigious BBC Cardiff Singer of the World competition in 2013. See Jamie Barton in the Atlanta Opera's Dead Man Walking at Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center on February 2nd, 5th, 8th, and 10th. Tickets are $38 to $134, and you'll find them at atlantaopera.org. When he first hit the music scene, many saw British singer-songwriter Joe Jackson as a rival to Elvis Costello, but he soon carved out his own distinctive musical identity. What he does share with Costello is an expansive view of music that draws from a wide variety of genres. For Jackson, he seemed particularly interested in Latin rhythms, swing, and jazz. And like Costello, he's always had a fantastic band of backing musicians, in particular his stellar and long-serving bassist Graham Maybe. He 
released his debut album, Look Sharp, in 1979. That album included the top 40 hit, Is She Really Going Out With Him? Forty years later, he's still on the road and creating new music. His latest, Fool, was released this month. He'll be at Center Stage at 8 p.m. February 7th. The Joe Jackson Show is largely sold out of the regularly priced $45 to $65 tickets, but you can still find them if you don't mind paying a bit more. Go to centerstage-atlanta.com for more info. And I doubt that we have to remind you, but there's a really big football game in Atlanta this weekend. To go along with that, our city is filled with even more musicians and celebrities than usual, and they'll be popping up all over town. Some are at parties, some at concert venues, and some might even show up at the table next to you at your favorite restaurant. If you're looking for the best way to navigate Super Bowl 53 and all the events that come along with it, or even if you're looking for ways to avoid it all, go to AJC.com 53, where we've gathered everything we can find about the game, both on and off the field. For more things to do around Metro Atlanta, head to accessatlanta.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.